This podcast contains adult language and crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. All right, funny cold opens can wait. It's Gershom's birthday. Happy birthday to the boasty with the mosty, y'all. Throws balls! They're everywhere! Brawls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. What's up, swingers? I hit the wrong button. There we go. From the TBHQ in the grizzly lands of Wisconsin, welcome to Thrall's Balls, episode number 125. I'm Wooly, the foul-mouthed Destro-Lock for now, and here with me is Gershom, the sassy-ass, birthday-having, beast-mastery hunter. Happy birthday. And of course, we also have Bentolis, our resident raw-mocking jack-of-all-trades. Hi, guys! What's up, swingers? What's up, swingers? Happy birthday, Gershom. Thank yeah, you, guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. If people are, sometimes I try to guess when other shows are recording. So if y'all want to know when we're recording, Lamar Jackson just threw a completion to Lamar Jackson, if that means anything to you. Anyway. <laughs> that is a good way to remember the day. Yep. This will be like he caught his own past day. <laughs> uh, on today's show, we start our brand new drink series. It is Heritage Drinks, so a drink for each race in the game. And today we're going to be starting with the Pandaren. Of all choices, that's what I wanted to start with. And then, of course, when we get to the WoW news, we do have to address the shitty thing that happened. So I hope we don't pull the mood down too much when we get there. Anyway, before that, what have we been up to in WoW? I know what I've been up to, if y'all want to hear. What have you been up to in WoW? Uh, been trying to catch up on Veldraken Accord rep with my shaman, Waloric, because he has the highest renown right now, and Jesus Christ, it's a slog. Like, I wish I had, like, a gazillion flight stones so I could just keep buying the little 50 thing, 50 rep thing, and just be done with it. Because I only want to get high enough now to get the fuck. Hey, get high. Get high enough now to get the, uh, armor for the drakes, because I want it. And having to just push through for shit that isn't... First of all, the other thought I had about trying to farm that Renown is, well, I'll just play through the campaign with him. Well, guess the fuck what? They didn't take into account when they added that sweet uh, War Within boost that brings you Renown on your base faction things to 20. They didn't take into account that there is a quest at the beginning of the campaign where you're like, well, they're like, well, um, raise your renown with all the major factions. Like, what the motherfucker? I already did. So now you want me to go out there and raise every single level with each of them when that should have been covered by the boost. No, fuck that, because I'm out of shit to do. I don't, so I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Bro, let's that, rage. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Is that also, what else, like is, what else did you do? That's actually it. Um, but I do want to throw out an appreciation for something. I don't know if this happened before last episode or not, but um Aspect of Storms is the coolest shit ever. And as a lover of both the of all three, the Netherwing, the Primal Drakes, and the um uh, 
uh, what the hell are they called? The Storm Drakes? You know, yeah, something. The Valajar, the Valajar ones. I, I, I find myself firmly under the uh, the guide of Varanoff. So, yeah. All right, I'm done. Like if you if you had to pick a Dami mommy, it'd be her. Cause me oh, too. Dude, that's honestly. been done for a while. That has been yeah. done for a while. That, that has been that done. Has done <laughs> you done been kissing them boots already. I know, right? Oh fuck yeah, she's a badass. Yeah. Kiss those and little way, like, those little baby arms. They're so cute. And little baby hands. Just and like <laughs> that cinematic where Eridicron's like, "Hey, what the fuck, bitch?" And she's like, "What the fuck, you the fuck, bitch?" And like he's his big dragon self, and she's like, "I'm not gonna be intimidated by you." Doesn't even bother turning into her dragon Dude, self. That, that is the most so badass hot. thing. That God, was so hot. And wet. also, you know, what was funny is like. I mean, what? I know we've like not to derail too much, but like I know especially you and I, Willie, have talked about like the narrative in the book and how like if you haven't read it or hadn't heard about certain scenes that things in the game might seem weird. So like this is one of those moments where like if you were not if you haven't engaged with the book and you're not privy to the scene that we've talked about where uh Razageth is like toying with one of their clutchmates who turned coat and went to the ordered side and became like an ordered dragon and so Razageth catches her out you know in the world one day and just starts kind of torturing her and Eridicon comes and says like no you're gonna do bad things and they basically convince her to make it look like ordered dragons are attacking like the other races of of the dragon isles right but like that sort of like one step ahead like gameplay like if you hadn't I, I guess what I'm saying is like when Viranoth like walks into that open field, she knows that story. She knows him, that's her brother. Like she knows that he's very likely, he'll have no problem with like doing whatever, making her any kind of toy or pawn, right? So the bravery that she has in her heart when she goes out there is, I feel like was palpable, but you had to have seen, you had to have known that scene from the book, I feel like, so I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think, I think Varanoth may just be one of, if not the most powerful dragon there is. Because think about it. She was already an incarnate. Now she's an aspect on top of that. That's a double whammy. Yeah, she might be like the top of the pops, right? Fuck yeah. Anyway, what have you been up to in WoW this week? So I basically only did like my weekly stuff. Um, I've just been busy in real life, like, you know, with the birthday plans and everything else. Oh, it's also my daughter's birthday. I know if you guys have been listening for a long time, then uh, you've probably heard us men heard me mention it before, but I do have the same birthday as my daughter. So um, mostly like getting ready to throw her a party and stuff. My week was kind of like thrashed, um, but I did my weekly stuff. I'm in the middle of it on my warlock. I had missed a week. I missed last week with her completely. And then I think, um, Oh, real I... Quick. Can I interject here? Yeah, go ahead. Happy birthday to the mini Gersh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she's so sweet. <laughs> They're with their dad right now. Oh. Yeah, she's she's nine today. Um, but yeah, so I I never really got a chance to go back and like re-engage with the reclamation of Gilneas very much. I just sort of started listening on podcasts, like what was going on. I thought that was funny. We were speculating like way out into the wild about where Gen was walking off to. And it was like, nah, he's just going to Liam's grave. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I felt silly when I, when I heard that. But just between like watching videos and listening to other podcasts, I was like, okay, cool. Um, but like really probably mostly cause I'm horrid. And also just like Oregon politics is not 
like in my dinner buffet of things that I really care about or need to like play through. Honestly, it's like whatever I hear out in the world and from other podcasts and from friends online and stuff, that's enough for me. I don't need to like do the whole I mean, I honestly thought Mia Greymane was dead. I, and then I got her and Tess confused. Like, you see how familiar or how much I care about Worgen politics, right? Like, not really. But you know, it's cool that y'all have to be back. Huh? Ah, crap, I did it again. I'm sorry. Never mind. No. Continue. No, go ahead. No, I'm. what happened? Well, I was going to say, speaking of Worgen politics, I just want to say, if this were an Am I the Asshole post, Gen's the asshole for ignoring his daughter. Uh, Tess is the asshole for being racist against Worgen and thinking it's something to try to get rid of. And then now she's the fucking queen of Gilneas. She's supposed to be the leader of the Worgen and she's not a Worgen. So like, so I wanted to ask you, but I think you just sort of answered my question. I was going to ask you because I haven't played through it. Um, and you had said something that there was something that made you like uncomfy about the end of the storyline. Is that what it was? That is what it was. Okay. Um, yeah, because we were chatting about it in the Discord, I think. Dollsballs.com, don't forget, always be plugging. From but here yeah, that's on what out, it was. From here on out, I think we should take a philosophy of if it has happened in the live game, as in it's not on PTR, it's something that has happened in the game live, we're not going to consider it a spoiler and we're going to say it. Especially because we record toward the, like, right at the end of the reset week, so... That's true. I should be more careful about saying spoilers, but also like it was from last. I figured everyone who I'm no, we're going to spoil shit. I don't care. <laughs> Just forget it. Just throw the tag on there. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, and then I went over to like Bella Meth, which was dope. Oh, no. I think we lost you for a second here. Halfway. Th oh, I see you lighting up. We having some microphone issue. All right. So. We're going to come back to Gershom once her microphone starts cooperating again. Ben, do you want to say what you've been up to this week? Uh, not much. We uh, got close. to got like 1.8% killing uh, the final boss, so heroic, so should do it next week. Uh, playing my Arcane Mage. Um, I'm going to be uh, getting him into raid this week to help a little bit with the single target aspect of the fight. But other than that, that's it. Is that Fire Magister or do you have multiple mages? And that's Fire Magister. I'm just cheap and don't want to pay for a name uh, change. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have been, like, watching. Your, what I would love to do is be in Discord and have somebody, like, stream it to the Discord channel and I can watch. But I've been afraid to ask because I don't want to make people do extra shit. So I've been following along by watching the logs. Um, that 1.8 though, I, I turned and said to my wife, 1.8% and she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, you wouldn't know. She's like, okay. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, um, we were late popping a C by like 0.1 seconds. Um, uh, otherwise it would have been a clean kill. Damn. That's, that's always so frustrating when that kind of thing happens. Yeah, but you know, it's it's part of the fight. Having a, a there's a certain level of personal responsibility associated with it. So you know, uh, you know, these things happen. People make mistakes. You just move on. Yeah, if I remember right, we were on Denathrius for quite some time before we got him. I don't remember for sure though. Uh, there's a whole other host of challenges that went on in that fight that uh, yeah. I don't want to get into today. Yeah, no problem. Gershim, are you still with? Are you with us again? All right, so 
do not hear Gershom there. Something must be going wrong with her technology. So it looks like this would be an all right time to move forward with the show. And we'll get Gershom back in as soon as we're able. So we're just going to head on into the WoW news now. Time for WoW news, motherfuckers. All right. So most people know what happened and it's not great um sometimes the news just plain sucks microsoft has laid off 1900 people in their gaming area and that spread throughout activision blizzard zenimax and xbox it's around an eight percent reduction of their i think it's like some absurd number of total people and that said that's 1900 people who now need to find a new job and that really sucks for them part of this whole thing was the unannounced survival game that blizzard's been working on for a while is completely canceled and it that entire team has been laid off alongside this blizzard president mike yabara and uh, senior vice president alan adam and alan is a founding member of blizzard he came in when Blizzard was still called something in Synapse, Synth and Synapse, something like that, an older name, and left for a while and came back. They are both also stepping down. Neither of them gave any indication that it's out of protest of these layoffs, and I really don't want to speculate, but with the timing, it is a possibility. Maybe there's more stuff we don't know about. I don't know. I do want to point out, though, that as much as this sucks and as bad as we may feel for those who are affected, I don't think that this is a sign of Microsoft turning out to be the mustache twirling villain in disguise or anything like that. It's it. it, I mean, yeah, it's shitty, but it's a business move and businesses make cold, unfeeling reptilian moves for the betterment of their bottom line. And that is just a reality it, it happens in every company every industry it's just that since this one is such a huge company microsoft and it's so publicly within our sphere of interest namely thanks through blizzard and it's 1900 people that's quite a large amount it's just we're seeing this a lot of other companies do this maybe not on such a big scale but you never hear about it that's not to minimize any of this it's a shitty thing to have happen not trying to minimize the impact that they feel the fear that they're of like how am i going to pay for my kid but i do want to point out i looked things up um microsoft is giving them a pretty damn good severance package and uh it sounds like there's a lot of places in the industry looking to hire so hopefully they'll all land on their feet quick sooner rather than later what i'm saying is i don't think if people are worried about this this feels like a shitty thing to point out because this isn't where the concern should be i feel like a lot of people are wondering if this bodes poorly for the future of specifically wow and i don't think that's the case i don't think anybody should be worried about that this having a negative impact on the games we love to play though i do believe most people are concerned with the people rather than the games that's not the point and i don't think that's what's happening it sucks but everything will work out one way or another and for those of you who are think well easy for him to say he's not in it 
I have a baby coming in April. I lost my job a month ago yesterday. I know that fear firsthand. I know exactly how that feels. That all said, but my best wishes to everyone who's suddenly in that hard place with this Microsoft thing. And you know what? What the hell? Everybody else out there who is in a similar place. I can absolutely relate. Um, in a more slightly uplifting direction, I want to point out something cool. Um, this patch cadence with WoW, we have been... Um, I have been very pleased with personally. It looks as though the 10.2.6 patch nobody was expecting that appeared as just like a skull and crossbones with no information. That has moved on to the encrypted vendor servers. That is the CDN, I believe. That is the content distribution network, meaning it's preparing for distribution to the PT. Anything about what's on this other than skull and crossbones? A lot of people are thinking pirates. Give me the pirates, damn it. Pirates, pirates, pirates. Bring back time cap and hooktail or some shit. Am I, am I oh, yep, we hear ya. Okay, that's perfect. I can butt in about the 10.2.6. Uh, so now Mike Yabara is gone, and yeah, I'll touch on how I feel about that. But well, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Um, if he's gone and he said no pirates, then that's null and void. I mean, it's just it's fucking pirates now. Doesn't matter. Mike Yabara I mean, is not there. I, I was also sort of looking at this patch as like it was slotted in after everybody thought pirates were a thing. And they're like, well, how do we give them pirates on a short amount of time? Let's do that. It's possible. But also, Mr. No Pirate is gone. That makes me a little sad, though. Like, I know Very. there's you like you just know there's something. I don't know. It's like, I mean, Phil Spencer is like his friend, right? From from Microsoft. Like he came out to BlizzCon and he came, everyone was like, oh, maybe he's gonna phone it in or he's gonna zoom in or he's gonna, nah, dude came and showed up to BlizzCon and then personally introduced Mike Ybarra. And that was like, I know that's back in November, but like, it's only been two months since then. And I know how stuff moves in the corporate world a little bit too, like behind the scenes and it can be pretty quick sometimes. But I don't know, it just, doesn't it feel, doesn't it? feel a little bad i feel a little bad like that was such a nice intro people talked about it in the community they were like wow you can totally tell how how tight phil spencer and mike yabara are and i'm like i felt that vibe like the bro him for sure and then like i don't know this it seems weird it seems well, i don't know it just seems weird mike yabara used to work at microsoft I know, and, that's what um, I mean. Like, him and Phil Spencer are like bros, though. Like, they're friends, I what thought. I'm that was getting at is there must be a reason he does didn't work for them anymore to go to Blizzard. And I do believe this acquisition came down the pipeline after he took on the president role. I think, for some reason or another, and again, this is speculation, he just doesn't want to work at Microsoft anymore. So chances are he could have been planning this for quite some time just wanted to see things go as smoothly as possible so, and then so like you're down. thinking because he left sorry to interrupt but like so he left microsoft once and then the acquisition like so he really doesn't want to be part well maybe could be. i guess i guess no one knows i guess no one it's knows. all except speculation him. yeah except him he knows it's gonna be a bummer though i kind of liked having him at the helm at first yeah. i thought he was kind of awkward and like but then i, was, I thought it was cool that like he played wow and like 
and I know he was like, oh, like the RMT stuff and whatever. I don't know. I just felt like he was relatable and fun. So like, I, I will, I feel like I'm going to miss him, but yeah. You know, I, I've seen some people say, well, put Holly Longdale in that spot. And that would be nice, but also I think she's doing great work right where she is. I think you her know? love is there too. And the whole classic yeah. thing, the season of Discovery stuff, she's so passionate about it. I don't think she'd want to be like president of Blizz, honestly. No, she does have that rocking coat that she wore to BlizzCon. Right? That thing was I dope. I swear, the Alex Straza coat, yes, queen, that looks so good. <laughs> All right, so um, it was actually other than the Microsoft thing in 10.2.6, kind of a slow news week. So let's move on to the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's time for for the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! It's the mixed drink of the week, and before we get into it, I just want to remind everybody to please only partake of the mixed drink of the week, or any alcohol for that matter, if you're of legal age or legal whatever to do so. Furthermore, we're not responsible for any dumb shit that may befall you as a result of your own dumb shit. So, we are starting our new drink series, that is the Heritage Drink. That would be a drink for each race in the game, and we are beginning with... Uh, what people might be surprised or have been surprised when I first said I'm going to do it. We're starting with the pandas. The lovable old squishy old pandaren who will totally claw your balls off if you piss them off enough. So, um, whichever one of you want to guess first, what do you think is in the pandaren drink? And it is a mixed drink. It's not a shot. Okay. Uh, I'll take the first step. Yeah, okay, go. Alright, so uh, pandarens obviously are uh, derived from an Asian culture that's where like i think a lot of the ideas for them came from so i'm assuming there's some sort of you know liquor that's specialized from the asian world in this drink so i'm gonna assume i'm gonna guess either some sort of sake or possibly a plum wine maybe a japanese beer or a, a beer from a location in those countries in addition i know my ties are pretty popular in that part of the world maybe rum um i'm also gonna continue with the same logic i i think it'd be something tropical so i think there's some sort of juice involved um maybe like orange juice pineapple juice and a splash of crayon or something to give it like a more exotic like look and then last but not least i think you put a um a cinnamon stick in it to kind of represent like the bamboo stick a lot of the monks use as a weapon all right, without saying what, you got pretty close on a couple of those points. Gershom? Okay, um, I was thinking like, like, so, like, uh, what's that Korean whiskey? Like soju, right? So like also, I was uh, thinking Yeah, that's the... what that stuff is called. Okay, so yeah, so that, so Korean whiskey, soju. I feel like I'm going to hit that because I know you have some on deck because you used it before, but. Um, and then, I don't know, like... Yeah, some sort of juice. I don't know, but is it like Coke? Because it's sort of, soju is sort of like whiskey. So yeah, so you know what? Fuck it. The Pandarans are drinking Pandaren whiskey and Coke. It's soju and Coca-Cola um, and a splash of light grenadine. Sure. Okay, as good as that sounds, um, I don't, I don't want to be the guy that's like, well, actually, vodka than a whiskey. But, but if it weren't, that sounds really... Um, so you were right on the soju 
uh, Bent, you were some sort of Asian liquor, which soju. Um, you were right with the cinnamon, except it's not a cinnamon stick, but cinnamon is present in a certain way. So originally, what I had, my knee, my knee-jerk reaction was to do, well, come on, Pandaren Brewmaster, some sort of, you know, beer with a twist on it. But I'm like, that seems kind of like too easy. So then I started thinking, well, what about the Pandaren as we, the players, encounter them? Because going way, way back in time. So Pandaria was surrounded by all those mists. And then for the longest of times, the only Pandaren the outside world ever saw, and even then rarely, were the ones that were on that giant turtle floating around. So that's where our playable Pandaren came from. The Tushy, I don't know how you actually say it. The Tushui, the Tushy Bears, uh, and the uh, Hlojin, the Ouija Bears. Yeah, the Tushy and the Ouija. Sure. And that's the ones who went to the Alliance and the Horde, right? So the Tushy, I know I'm saying it wrong, their philosophy being um, a slower approach, thinking more critically and then act, whereas the approach and philosophy by the, what did I call them before? The the Hugos, the Hujo, whatever. The, the I other I believe ones. you said Ouija's, but yeah, they're the Ouija Hojin, I think. Hojin, sure. The Tushy and the Ouija. The Hojin, their, their whole thing is, well, if you wait and take too much fucking time to deliberate, you're going to be too late. We need to act. We need action. So their whole thing is action. I was like, what drinks can I have that represent deliberate approaches versus quick action? Soju represents the deliberate, calculated approach because you don't really taste the alcohol in it, but it sure as fuck gets the job done. Fireball. That's where the whisk, the cinnamon is. And I'm sure you thought that the second I said cinnamon somehow. Fireball is quick action. It charges in there, lights shit up, and it'll get the job done. Just like the soju gets the job done. So there's a half a shot of either of them. Then originally I was like, well, then let's fill that in with some sort of tea because the Pandaren love their tea. And I'm like, hold on, no. No, because it would have to be a green tea. And if you mix the flavors strawberry, cinnamon, and green tea, that sounds disgusting. So instead, what I did is filled it in with Mountain Dew because I wanted some sort of jade color. Because, you know, Jade Serpent, it sort of represents the bringing together of all the different Pandaren people. Even though it doesn't really look jade, it's close-ish enough. So that's what I came up with. Half a shot of soju half a shot of fireball filled in with Mountain Dew. So I haven't tasted it yet. Does anyone want to send me off? Over the lips. Lips to the guns, the guns look at that asshole. asshole. That sounds weird. Yeah, it tastes all right. Tastes pretty good. You're yeah, like, uh, I would good. drink it. Is it a one <laughs> and done or is it something you think you drink more than once in a day? That sounds more like than a one once in and a done. day? If I'm at a party, I'll have this all night. It's good. I recommend okay. it. Half a shot. In this case, it's strawberry soju, but it comes in other flavors. So to recap, half a shot of strawberry soju, half a shot of fireball mixed with Mountain Dew. Now, next week, it's Bent's turn. And Bent, you had said you wanted to do orc. Is that correct? Yes, I would love to do the orc. 
Um, and I already have its name. It's the Blood and Thunder. Ooh. Oh. I didn't actually give... Oh, oh that shit. is hot as fuck, bro. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Of... Oh, I, I wasn't hitting my push to talk. I don't know how much of that mix. I didn't give a fucking drink name to this other than the Pandaren. Um... I'm gonna call That's a this good drink. idea, though. I don't think we had thought to name them. To be honest, I I hadn't thought of one. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do the troll. Like, I okay, we should name them though. That's a good We're idea. Yeah, names. Ben. You should name your Zen meditation. Oh, I could. <laughs> Otherwise, I just wrote down the Wandering Isle. I'm That's gonna go with one. Zen meditation. I like that. Ah, oh, okay. Now I gotta think of a cool one for the trolls. So yeah, next week. Oh, the Blood Banks and Thunder. Oh, you could do Berserker's Rage for trolls. You could. You're just like on a, you're on a naming spree today. You know, I could, I might, I might. We'll have to see. But first, I want, yeah, I'm excited for your drink too. <laughs> Does Berserker play a troll? What? what? No, Berserker the podcaster? Yeah, from, no, yeah. he plays a dwarf warrior. Oh, dwarf or I human? Knew, wait, wait, wait. I, I don't know. Warrior. It might be a human. I just didn't know what race. I think it's a human. No, because he always jokes around. Like he's he's like, oh, my trope is like. I think he is a human. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's got to be yeah, human because yeah. he did the funeral for Varian and everything. He's like a huge Varian stan. That's right. He did a funeral for Varian a long time ago. Like way back in Legion when Varian was killed, he did a podcast that was literally a funeral, like a eulogy for Varian. It was very cool. Anyways, yeah. sidetracked by that, but yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't take my ADHD meds today and bent throwing out Berserker's rage made me think of that. All right. So we can move on now to the question of the week. Question, question, bub, bub, the week, the week, the week. I think I'm going to start calling it question of our time because we're not really doing weekly, the question thing. Anyway, last time we asked, or, or I can call it the great question. Who, who fucking cares? Last time we asked what has not been announced to be part of the war within, but you hope we get anyway. Uh, Aaron actually gave not a sarcastic answer for the first time in a while. Good job, Aaron. So, since Aaron is a huge Bentolis stan, Ben, you want to read it? Absolutely. So, Aaron says he's hoping we could hop around the map during the, uh, I think he meant, oh no, sorry, my W is just weird, the War Within storyline. It would feel, it would feel kind of yuck to be stuck in a cave for an entire reading expansion. Let's see what the other... Baddies are doing in other places. I kind of agree with that. I hope it's Maybe. not like this standalone zone that we've kind of been getting where we go to a new continent and it gets, you know, broken up to its leveling zones and then each patch kind of gets like a new like little mini zone added to it where the raid sits. I'm actually hoping they, they kind of use what's already out there in Azeroth um, and, you know, use it away, you know, to kind of redesign zones. I kind of like the idea of what they did with, like, something like Scythalus, which has been basically dead since Classic, right? Because there's no reason to go there. Um, you know, like, I like a, a dynamic world that's updated. Like, for example, I love the fact that, like, when the Nilotha raid was active, we would, you know, it wasn't just, like, this new Nilotha zone, right? Like, we went to, like, an Dune zone and a Veil of Eternal Blossom zones that kind of, like, sat there for a couple expansions with no changes. So, you know, especially with Chromie time now, so players do retain that option, right? Like, you can go back in time and experience it at its older iteration, but I, I do like that idea. I do, too. I, I really hope they think of reasons to have us out in the world rather than just underground playing with the earthen's balls or something 
I think it just gives it like another element of realism to it, right? Like it's not how like war is not fought like how it used to be, where like you kind of just like picked a mutually agreeable field and you just stabbed each other until someone lost, right? Like mm. war is more it's it's out there. It's actually in where civilization is too. So you know we should like see that and see how it affects the local like towns and populaces and economy and stuff. You know maybe update some of the quest lines for zones that maybe players don't go to as often to give players reason to go visit them you know yeah and i think if i remember right and i might be completely wrong here i think the um the algarian whatever the place we're going isn't terribly far from pandaria so they're it would be pretty easy for them like geographically speaking to be like hey we need to go take care of this thing in pandaria while we're doing this or whatever yeah, no doubt. Like, maybe they're going to be, like, even if it's not in the Pandaria zone, right? Like, if it's close enough, there shouldn't be, like, trickle-off effects that have some effect uh -huh. on the local populace, you know? I think in the last, like, um, few expansions for sure, like, because I'm not sure because I've jumped in and out of the game. Like, I just basically came back. Um, I was off between, like, Legion and then, like, I didn't pl play Legion a whole lot and came back at, like, the end of BFA. So, like, I'm not sure when this whole system started, but I like it is basically what you guys were talking about, like, engaging with, like, more of the game. And, like, because I felt like before Blizzard has had this habit of, like, oh, that expansion's over and we never go there again. And then I noticed, like, they moved away from that because I think players were complaining. They're like, we liked these places, you know, some people have their heart in those places, you know, and I think it's cool that they go back and serve at least our memories. Like, you know, for example, Kallet goes having to go back to Pandaria and see his old girlfriend and oh, stuff. Yeah. And like, right, like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like they keep the other like zones alive. And honestly, if you're any kind of like role player, you have like a story oriented brain. You know, I found myself thinking about Kallet goes like living in Pandaria. Cause like clearly he did for a while and it'll get your like imagination juices going sort of, right? Like, oh cool. Like, and then it gets you thinking like, wow, dragons have been around for a long time. And to me that does engage me with the story more than just doing this linear quest after quest style. Like I feel like they're doing better about incorporating like the Warcraft world and the canon as like a big, big picture, you know? Yeah. Hopefully we can move around the world instead of going deeper and deeper into this cave system as if to ask- Right. Wanna see how wide my butthole goes? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I just saw that on my desktop and decided I needed to put it in here. That's what Lady Moonberry said. <laughs> oh man, oh, what, did, what did you find on your desktop, Lady Moonberry, that you gotta put it in there? Like I literally- oh, she... I looked she got over. one of those latex replications of Ventolis's penis. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, just, there's a new like, I guess what are they called? Like the sex you can, shops? Can you like 3D oh, printer are you your dick? Talking about the chocolate butthole. Wait, what? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, no, you can what? get a you can get a mold of your butthole and make chocolate yeah. out of your butthole. Oh shut up! No, that's Ew. a real thing. You can Ew. make chocolate buttholes. Anyway, I looked over and I just saw an audio file that's just named butthole <laughs> and I was like, I'm putting that on there. Uh, okay. I like how you didn't name it, you know, you didn't name it Lady Moonberry or anything like that. Nope. Normal. It just butthole. literally says butthole. That's mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> Anyone who looks at my computer is going to be horrified. We're going to anyway. smash that explicit button. Do you want to read Johnny Tips? I do not have my notes open. I failed. 
Sorry. I can read Johnny Tips and I can read Drastio after that. I could do Johnny. I could do Johnny. Okay. So Johnny Tips says, I think it'd be cool to have tunnels pop out at all locations all around the overworld that hook up the various zones like Zarala Caverns. But every Titan installation has a backdoor. Make M plus around the remaining dungeons of those facilities and the season rotations. Have doves there and other world content as they release each set of them. Uh, I think it's a decent idea. Um, I'm not too... Uh, I don't want to be in a cave. So, for my known part, all I heard was tunnels and backdoors. I'm just kidding. Shout out to Johnny Tips. <laughs> but... Uh, I agree with you, Ben. I thought the tunnel system was a little bit aggravating. Um, and that's all, pretty much 99% because of my vision. So, like, I don't know why other people couldn't handle it. Literally me. It was just my eyes. It was just hard to navigate. And it was, like, fast. I mean, I got the hang of it. I got done what I needed to get done. But I wouldn't, like, want something like that. Like, something like that would never be on my wish list. It's more like, okay, I adapted to it sort of thing. What Better do you think, Wolf? I think this is a great idea. Only take tunnels out of the equation. Titan teleporter technology that has you move to all these different installations and doing, um, and when you pop in there, it's out in front of the installation rather than deep inside it. Like you're not showing up to give Memoron a reach around or something like that. You're outside Olduar. Um, only I don't think they'll do, they would do that with Olduar because we're going to be doing shit there in the last titan but this would however give us a good vehicle by which to move around the world and explore this idea of doing stuff elsewhere in the world other than this deep winding down cave system so they could do like you guys know in dragonflight there was those weird like sky top places those towers that were like um like arcane magic of some sort like you said and the, there's like one place in the azure span where you like start this quest and then you go around and you get all these like weird they're not flight points they only go to each other and you can't fly to one on like a from a flight point so they only go to each other but they're like these weird like magical nodes but like i never ended up using them because in order yeah, to go find one, you have to like go way to the Azure spam. It's like, why would I do that? I never ended up really needing them. So like as a concept, I thought it was pretty cool, but it definitely needs some work. And I think they could work on something like that, which is funny because I did kind of just ask you guys the question, like, how do you think we're going to navigate around this? Like what seems to be like it's going to be a vertical zone almost. I don't know. And that's like a big step too, right? Because people have said like, oh, I don't really know if I want to engage with like a vertical zone. And I'm a little iffy about it too. So I don't know. We'll just have to see how it goes. I think yeah. it'll be mostly free. Yeah, so. of course. But yeah, it just begs the question. Sometimes. I'm not crazy about having to fly like from the surface. Like I can only remember the name Hallowfall right now about having to fly through other zones like to get to Halifall rather than being able to like mold. Although maybe they'll give us mold machines. That'd be nice. There okay. are those techno dwarves. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so moving ahead, Drastio says, a new war chief, an old war chief. Any sense of horde leaders to send us to kill an ally leader already. So yes, horde and alliance are at a peaceful point. However, Stay the fuck out of my silver moon, you bitch. Um, and stay the fuck 
out of my undercity, you bitch. And guess what? I don't want to go to your fucking Gilneas either, because why the hell would I? You didn't even want to be there all those years. And you're saying, oh, zombies took it over? Yeah. And then we, uh, what are you going to do about it? Huh? Huh? Okay, no. I'm, I just want a little more faction rivalry than we've been given. I mean, yes, have the peace, but make it a little more uneasy. I do agree strongly. I hate that the Horde has a council. Give me a war chief. Because, like, they're like, well, the war chief is kind of a wartime title. So the fuck what? So what? A good a good uh, war chief would know how to keep it in peace times. But when it's not, he knows re he's ready to fuck shit up. You know? And it can't be Bane because he's had too much practice sitting down. Thrall's done it already. Uh, let's see. Who would I want to be a war chief? Don't Give you talk me... about Thrall like that. You don't know him like that. Thrall's back, baby. Thrall's no, coming back. No, when I say he's I'm done, I mean he, did, he, nope. he said mm -hmm. he didn't want to be a war chief again. I, I don't care. Um, he's I'm in full denial. <laughs> oh my god, I sound like one of those crazy like Trump people. <laughs> no. He's still war chief. Seriously, I wish it was. <laughs> no, no. The council, those are all paid I actors. Thrall. I know. God, now I, that has I, me I, wondering, who that we have already would I want to be a war chief? Dude, if someone says Kalia Menethil, I'm gonna throw up. I mean, they've said it on the internet already, so I guess I should throw up. But so the Grim Totem are I'm not into it. The Grim Totem are technically part of. No, no, no! I know who I want for war I think chief. It's Mela. <laughs> it's no. No, this is who oh. I would want for War Chief. I would follow her to the ends of the earth. Overlord Gayara, War Chief. Oh, the Dragon Ma chick? No, no. Oh, she's Magmar. Girl Thrall. Like, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're right. Yep. Okay, my bad, Overlord my bad. Yeah, she's the Magathar leader. Yeah, yeah. When you do the Magthar work. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's that. pretty rad. Yeah. You would have the. And orc. I don't. She would not hesitate to fuck up Turalyon. And yes, kill an alliance leader. I was immediately thinking Turalyon. She would not hesitate if he gave her reason. She Think about you it. Said, they you left, said Turalyon they, just right off the top. You were like, nope. Well, partly because fuck Turalyon, but also because, think about it, the Maghar came into the Horde as we have it because all those Lightforged motherfuckers were fucking shit up on Draenor. And she's like, oh, no, I'm out. I'm out. Fuck these fuckers. We're fucking leaving. Fuck y'all. Fuck you. I don't want to join your super secret culty boy band. No. And then one of the fucking alliance leaders is a literal exarch, fucking light forged human. No, fuck that. I'm on edge about this motherfucker. He comes at me. He's getting a hammer straight up his butt. I'm on board. Giara for war chief. Gimme. Um, okay. I like it. Do you want to, do you have your notes up? Do you want to read these last three? I did not pull them up, sorry. All right, it's all good. I'll just go through them quick because we've been waxing poetic. So Hoax said the return of Sylvanas, at which you gave him a thumbs up, uh, no, a uh, middle finger reaction, which if she comes back, it better be handled well. That's all I'm saying. And then I told him to lick my boots too. Yep, you sure did. And then Craig just sent an animated gif of a tree burning, so. Do what you will with that information, everybody. And then our friend Dave says, by the way, go listen to Solo Q. That's not him saying that. That's us. Says, I think the War Within might slash hopefully will have 
10-person follower raids once they feel like the follower dungeons are a success. You know something? I think I'd be on board with that. Only the rewards have to be less than LFR. And the only reason I say that is because if they're not, nobody will do LFR. They'll just do the follower raid. And, oh no, is that such a bad thing if people don't do LFR? Well, I mean... I love solo content as much as the next person, but this is a social game. And if you don't, and if you only have people engaging in solo content, let's say they don't want to go any higher than that, and that's fine, but then nobody's actually filling the role in the LFR, if that makes any sense. I don't know, just no, my it's opinion. it's just like if you decide that's how you're going to play the game, then the, you have to understand, like you can't you can't like expect to get any other level of gear except like easy mode because you're doing easy mode like you're mm -hmm. honestly like me like I, I would do that for story actually just to just to like see the place and complete a few quests i'm gonna do a follower no code offensive right now after Hell we, yeah after we hang up yeah because i can never get past the flying things you go in the middle and I've been kicked and I've been told to get good and I'm like, oh my god, this shit still exists if people say this. This is annoying. I don't want to do it. Like, the minute that I don't, I'm not enjoying playing the game, it's like, duh, I'm not going to play anymore, right? So, I just never did it, but like, I do want to go back and do it. So, I'm excited to see, because I know Dave was plugging those. He said that it was cool. He's like, oh, I could get up and do whatever. Like, I could, no mm -hmm. one was telling me to like, go get a life or anything. So, yeah, I'm excited to check those out too. Yeah, I'd be on board with a follower raid awesome. type system. Just it totally. has to be handled. Yeah, it just has to be like obviously way scaled down gear. Like it can't be a system that you can really hack. It really has to be because you want to do it that way because you want to see the raid. What about us? What do we hope for in the War Within that has not been announced? I know mine. I guess I'll I gotta find my rope. What's that? I gotta find it, posted it in the channel. All right, I'll just say mine in the meantime then. I really, truly, desperately hope that they give us, um, and I don't mean drip feed, I mean all at once, a shitload more race class combinations. They were able to do a ton of them when Cataclysm came out. I, I feel like not announcing things like that for the launch of the War Within with something that might explain it, I, I feel like that's a missed opportunity. I want a lot more race class combinations particularly for the Drakthir, because, come on, they can play one class. They have been palling around with the Alliance and the Horde for, in story terms, like two years now at this point. They can, they should have learned how to, like, I don't know, turn into a cat or spin around and kick somebody or something. Don't forget those data mine voice lines, though, where there were, like, yeah. Drakthir voices that were, like, not enough rage and stuff like that so yeah, yeah it's gonna happen <laughs> gee what about you oh gosh i want to take the low-hanging fruit here and say spider people but i mean they haven't announced it but it's kind of like everyone wants it right like a new oh, like playable playable race yeah <laughs> like i said kind of low-hanging fruit but i hadn't thought too deeply about the question so yeah i mean so a few years ago i would have said they're not going to add more than one playable race in an expansion and then bfa happened and we got a fuck ton of them so who knows bent did you find yours yeah i want um i want uh 
I want us to kill Malfurion in front of Tyrande, and then Illidan to return and her to elope him off in Sarkaris prison. Oh, 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 hold on. Wait, that's beautiful. Okay, so right when my microphone was cutting out earlier, I was just about to ask you what you thought about that fucking cinematic where he shows up with his bird feet and Tyrande runs towards him and they totally suck face and then they start talking and they're like, yeah, we're totally gonna go fuck and Malfurion's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna stay in the garden with you, baby. Like, oh my god, dude. What did you think of all that? Wanted to fucking puke. <laughs> deserves, she deserves a real night off like fucking Illidan. Illidan oh, would have burnt the whole- it. Illidan would have killed the world soul if it meant he got Tyrande. That's the dedication. You know those wings Malfurion Malfurion's has? like, I just go fucking go to sleep in my bit. My you kidding me? I bet wings. he goes, when he goes to his little like slumbers for centuries, I bet he's fucking all sorts of dryads in the Emerald Dream. Also, those wings he has, they're belted on. They're not growing off of him. He like has them attached to himself. Oh, fuck you, Malfurion. So his wings are like, like the... They like a fucking toupee. They're like a toupee, but of wings. Right. Except I think <laughs> his chicken feet and his antlers are actually growing off of him. But the wing things, I don't know why he does that. They're strapped on. Oh. Does, Can you imagine? Oh, those on. chicken feet are like gnarly. I had totally oh, forgot that he had bird feet until I saw that cinematic. And then I was like, oh, God, the fucking chicken feet. Also, it's Thrall's Balls canon now. I just tweeted from the account over. Oh, I spelled Overlord wrong. I got to redo. I tweeted overlord gayara for war chief bear with me while i fix this you can tag me in that i i, I support i support this political movement <laughs> i have wanted to tag you in some stuff and retweet you with some stuff except you have your account set to private so it wouldn't show up for some because i don't think there's a hundred percent overlap between the twitter accounts but either way you do what oh, you need to do to protect weird. yourself on okay. the internet i don't care all right so, let's get on to head of the class, shall we? We shall. Head of the class and eater of ass. Anyway, what is this? This is head of the class, eater of ass. This is our trivia section of the show, wherein one person asks these other two typically 10 trivia questions in order to be considered the winner the people answering the questions have to score 7 out of 10 or better. These answers are received via Twitter, uh, not Twitter, Discord DMs, and if the answer given is correct, it, they get a point. If the answer given is incorrect, they do not get a point. At the end of the game, if both have scored 7 out of 10 correct, it's whoever has the higher score of the two that wins. If there's a tie, there's a tie. Nobody cares. However, if both people answering the questions fall below that 7 out of 10, the question asker, in this case, myself, is considered the winner, the head of the class, and everyone's eating the ass whether or not they win or lose because we were never able to do agree if that means you win or lose. So, are you guys ready to start on out here? Yes. Okay. So, the first question... And I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint here because otherwise I don't think it would work. What is the name of the Jade Witch? And by the way, all these questions are Pandaria or Pandaren, Pandaria, whatever um, related. So what is the name of the Jade Witch? And the hint I'm giving you 
is I don't believe her first name is ever said. Just the title of widow. All right. Neither of you can take the point on this because, Bent, you said widow something with an L. Gershom said, basically, I don't know. Um, her name is Greenpaw. That's her last name. She is the widow Greenpaw. I remember her, though. I know exactly. Yeah. People. I remember the and question. She turned I feel, people like, into I feel like this is a zero out of, of 10 for me. And that's not to be negative. I'm just saying, like, Pandaria is probably the lore I connect East with. <laughs> it's all good. So, question two. Depending on how much you know, this could be a softball. Who was the first Pandaren that we as players in the real world here ever heard about. How I wrote it was ever could have met, but that's not exactly what I... You are both correct. It is Chen Stormstout. Question three. The Pandaren were originally created within the artwork of which Blizzard legend? I'll give you a hint. He's no longer with the company. Gershom, you got it. It is Samwise DDA. Question four. And then this is a lore question. Who was the last emperor of Pandaria? I also just want to point out this drink I made doesn't taste anything like alcohol. I mean, it's pretty weak. It's a total of one shot, but it's still pretty good. It's a good day to like have a drink, right? And just like chill out. It's um, it's almost beach weather for us, right, Willie? It's like 38 degrees today. It's fucking so tropical nice. up in this bitch. So nice outside. <laughs> Go outside in a grass skirt and shit. I don't think people Fuck would look that, at dude. me very I don't, well. If I, I don't know that. if like anyone who doesn't live in the Midwest has really ever been outside when it's like zero fucking degrees. Like you Not feel like zero. your face, fucking negative you feel 40. like your face, like you feel like your face is gonna fall off when you go outside because to like get a package or something like mm -hmm. or to get your Instacart because you're not going to the fucking grocery store, dude. Hell no. <laughs> so, um. By the way, anybody out there who's seen those videos of going out in zero or even negative 40 degree weather and throwing boiling water in the air to watch it um, sublimate, don't do that. Because if you do it wrong, you could hurt yourself. Anyway, um, the question was, who was the last emperor of Pandaria? And Bent got this correct. It is Shao Hao. He, oh. um, he became one with Pandaria in order to shroud the island in mists to protect them from the Great Sundering. Question five, what is the name of the Wandering Isle, as in the actual name of the gigantic turtle? I'm just going to tell you right now, Gershom, the turtle's name is not fuck. Did you see what I just wrote you? I said that's oh, not his yep, name. Oh, yep, now I did, now I did. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I suck at Pandaria. Uh, Bent, I'm going to give it to you um, because it is a misspelling, but it is correct. It's Shenzhen Su. Yeah, dude, there's a Z somewhere. That? What? <laughs> they say it in the game, but like one time. All right, oh so gosh. this is a little bit unfair for you. However, a couple uh, months ago, I went on a novel 87 kick before I went to bed, and I probably watched his whole Pandaria thing like 10 times. Why? What the fuck? So, Where was your girlfriend? She, oh, what she's about next to me. I turned it what really quiet. But... Oh my god! See, that's the woman you're gonna marry. So though, I fall, right? the, I fall asleep. In there. She was, she was I probably need, laying there like need... Chris. You want to bang? And you're like, not now. I'm consuming lore. I need. <laughs> I need me a man like that. Oh, for real. Oh my god. 
Speaking of, Facebook is on some creepy shit, and it's probably because I have your phone number, but the um, people you may know, it fucking gave me your Facebook account, Bent. How fucked up? Oh, yeah. Facebook it is creepy. It does that all the time. Jesus Christ. Back when I used to, like, go out all the time in New York and just meet random people randomly, <laughs> I used to have, like, random people show up, like, as people, yeah. and I'm like, who the fuck? And I'm like, oh, wait, I saw him blacked out at this bar that one night, and yeah. I got his number. So I feel like you'll both get this one really easily. Question six. The Shah are connected to which old god? I spelled that wrong. Close enough. Yeah, it's a typo. All right. I hear my wife getting home right now, so I may have to deal with a cat running up to me, but we can handle My second answer is okay. the final answer. All right. I'll give you that. Um, you're both right. It's Yasharge or Yasar. I, I never knew how to say his name. I, a novel called novel says Yashara or whatever, so I don't know. But yeah, I'm giving you both that point. All right, so actually, for me, I'm kind of going par for the course here. I have three right. That's <laughs> that's kind of average for me to halfway fail. Okay, we are at question now seven, and the score stands, if I've calculated correctly, four for Bent, three for Gershom, and I think that is so. Question seven. Wait, did I? One second here. Yep, four to three. All right, question seven. The Titan Keeper Freya. Well, this is super niche. The Titan Keeper Freya once fashioned a staff from a branch of Fuzan. That's the first tree ever to be planted in Pandaria. Every forest in Pandaria came from this tree. Who did she give this staff to? Also, all the questions from here on out are directly lore-related and might be kind of hard. All right, it says you're both still typing, but um, if I go based on just what I have from you already, it's incredible. Um, so Freya gave this staff to Yulon, the Jade Serpent. Mm, I was off. By the I line. just said that. I was like, hmm, that makes sense. I was I like racking my brain. Tiger. Oh, this is gonna get this is gonna get a little more difficult now too, because then. The next two questions are still related to this staff. Who did Yulon later give that staff to? That's question eight. Okay. Um, so, Bent, you said you said Lorewalker Cho. That is correct. And Gershom, you said her Pandaren friend in the temple. They're a boss. That is also incorrect. The Yulon gave the staff to the Monkey King. I don't know the Monkey King's real name. It's the Monkey King. The Hosen. Yeah. They, uh, the Hosen who manages to govern an ungovernable people. Pretty great when you think. And then question nine, where is that staff now? As far as we're aware, that is. <laughs> Point for that, even though I can't. Uh, Bent, you said in the Lorewalker Library. That is not true. Not correct. And Gershom, you said, up my butt in a rubber hut. Um, I, I can't prove whether that's correct or not, except it's not the correct answer. So right now, the Monkey King still has the staff. It's a bit of a trick question. That's bogus. That was a trick question if we'd gotten it. Oh, man. Ah. Our final question is to deal with the Jinyu. The score is four to three, so I've technically won this but let's see where we go with this the jinyu you remember them they're the fish people i am still salty that we never got but their population is they wouldn't have justify it so question 10 why were the jinyu hesitant 
to trust outsiders when members of the Alliance approached them for aid. Wow. Okay, Bent, I'm giving you that point. Um, I didn't think either of you would get that. So, Gershom, you said something involving Garrosh's dumbass. Um, that's not quite correct, but it would make sense. Um, Bent, you said because when they were fighting the Mogu, they were betrayed by their once ally, the Hosen, so they have trust issues. Yes, and to take it a step farther, the reason the Hosen were their ally is because they gave aid to the Hosen when they didn't need to. And so that's what happened. So, and then the Hosen over time, alongside the Mogu, fucking decimated the Jinyu's numbers. And now all they have left are the Jinyu at that Pearlfin village or whatever it's called. And that's why we can't play as them, because they don't have very many. Also, the Ankoan, remember them from uh, BFA when we went to Nazjatar? They're descended from Jinyu who left Pandaria. Fun fact. So, that brings us to a final score of 5-3 to three in favor of Bent, except neither of you hit that 70% benchmark. So, I win, except I don't, I don't view eating ass as winning, so y'all can have all the ass to eat you want as long as it's not mine. Well, final thoughts? I think that Bent's going to be too busy watching novel videos to eat anyone's ass. <laughs> yeah, could be. My final thought is um, I don't think I'm ever going to know exactly how to pronounce the Tushy and the Ouija bears. It's just Tushy and Ouija. My and final thoughts is if you haven't uh, done so ever, I highly recommend you um, at least play through the Jade Forest storyline of Pandaria once. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good storytelling, too. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and get the hell on out of here. You can follow us in the social places. Um, I am at Wooly08, two O's, two L's, and a Y on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. Gershom is at Hunter Gershom, G-E-R-S-H-O-M, on Twitter and Blue Sky. And at Hunter Gershom, G-E-R-R-S-H-O-M, on Instagram. Bent is at Bentolis underscore outlaw on Twitter. That's B-E-N-T-O-L-A-S. And the show is at Thralls Balls Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Blue Sky. I'm working on being more active on those other ones, so bear with me. You can also email us with any feedback at thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a review in the Spotify Q&A or on iTunes. Two other ways to leave us a review go to the website thrallsballs.com you can submit one anonymously you can also join our discord there from the website where we have a separate channel for reviews you just look for the button that says join discord anyway bye we love you be good bye swingers <laughs>